Hello and welcome to the Writing Sparrow podcast. I'm Serena Langer and this podcast is all about writing, publishing and marketing your book. You can find transcripts on my website at serenalanger.com. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends and sparrows. It's the 14th of December. This is episode 15. And this is the first solo episode I've recorded in a while. It's kind of weird to be alone with my script and my microphone. (laughs) Talking to so many amazing people for this podcast is definitely one of my 2020 highlights. But more on that in a minute. Just a quick note before we start. My little podcast and I will be taking a break over the holidays after this episode. We'll be back on January 4th with an interview with Elisha Belden about setting goals and achieving dreams. But between now and then, I'm planning on sleeping and reading a lot. (laughs) Now, I don't know about you, but end-of-year fatigue usually hits me around this time. All the more so when I've also done NaNoWriMo, and this year has been harder than any other in my short 30 years. I love December for the magic of the holidays, and it's pretty lights popping up everywhere so much. But I also love to take a moment to reflect on the year behind me around now. And this year, I think that's more important than ever, but it might also be harder than usual for (coughs) obvious reasons. As much as I want to focus on the positives only, just to cheer myself up, it doesn't serve anyone to pretend the low points didn't happen at the best of times, and they kind of stand out this year, so it would be really hard to ignore all the bad things that have happened. As I said, it's been rough, and I'm sure you felt that too. Everyone's been affected. So many families have lost loved ones, and if that's you, I'm so sorry for your loss. Then there are the many redundancies. The businesses that closed, hoping it would be temporary, but haven't been able to reopen their doors. Did you know that more couples than usual has split up this year? That's a lot of strain on anyone. And if you've been affected by all of the above or even just one of those things, I have no words. I wish there was something I could say to you that would make it all better. But I've been luckier than most this year, so I have no right to tell you to focus on the positives. Grief, however, you need to, friend. If you want to talk about it or just then at me, my direct messages on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram are open as always. It's not much, but I'm happy to listen without judgment if it might help, if only for a moment. On a personal level, 2020 hasn't gone as expected either. I'm actually used to this because I always set goals in January that I don't fully achieve. This is because I'm an excitable overachiever who gets carried away pretty much immediately. So I set my goals too high and then wonder what was wrong with me throughout the year. For example, this year I wanted to finally publish the first book in my Bloodless trilogy. Did you know I got the covers for that done? I think I got the last one uh, sent back to me in January or February last year. And I've sat on the other two for even longer than that. So, yeah, I kind of really thought I would make it happen this year. On top of that, I wanted to work even harder than last year and keep my editing and authoring business up and make a profit. I wanted to publish my first box set before I turned 30 back in January. And I wanted to write The Silence of Magic. This was going to be my year, friends. What better time to make things happen than the start of a new personal decade, right? Well, 
I did publish my box set before I turned 30. Then I closed the virtual doors on my editing business and returned to the day job. So that didn't go as I hoped. <laughs> my first day back was one and a half weeks before we got shut down for the first lockdown. So I'm still not sure if I got incredibly lucky with that or no, actually that was really big luck. At the time, we were still telling students that we were hoping to reopen after Easter, which is obviously so hard to imagine now, but at the time we were hopeful. <laughs> so I worked my butt off to hit self-employed deadlines and hand in freelance jobs, and in doing so, I worked myself into one deep burnout that I needed two months to recover from. I was even in therapy briefly, and misophonia really kicked my butt for about, well, pretty much the entire time I was recovering from said burnout. I did start writing The Silence of Magic, but I'm not even 20,000 words into it. And I'm actually doing okay on the Bloodburst trilogy, but I haven't even started book three yet. Unless writing the outline counts? And remember what I just said about when I got the covers back for that? Mm, yeah, either way, to think I wanted to have the first book published by now, and technically this time last year, is laughable now. So, yeah, this year, no, my year hasn't gone at all how I imagined, and I'm sure yours hasn't either. Honestly, I was gutted. I felt like such a failure when I had to close my business again, and honestly, that didn't help the burnout any either. I'm grateful that I and my boyfriend kept our jobs when so many people lost theirs, but most days, honestly, I still have mixed feelings because no job is perfect, right? I'm actually gearing up for self-employment 2.0 as I'm recording this. But I don't want to jinx that yet. And it's not all bad. I said I published my first box set before I turned 30, didn't I? I felt pretty accomplished when that happened. I also stepped out of my comfort zone and did things that intimidated me. I've published my first audiobook this year. My thanks to Find Away Voices and my incredible narrator Lian Yao for making the audiobook of Rise of the Sparrows happen. That I can just say that I have this alone is amazing. And the audiobook is also pretty amazing. You should go listen to it. <clears throat> I started a podcast, even though it terrified me. And I have listeners. I published Bright and Shadows, and with it, I wrapped up the Dark and Light duology. So. 2020 has still been tough, but I've also, you know, I've achieved a few things <laughs> despite all that. But more than in any other year, I've also dealt with some personal challenges that were trying to break me. And honestly, some got pretty close. But looking at that list of achievements I've just given you, I did fine. I'm grateful for my new writing routine of writing for 15 minutes every day. That's not something I ever thought I'd be able to do because 15 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but... Honestly, it's going great, and I recommend it. I'm grateful that we both have jobs. I'm grateful that I've learned from the things that didn't go to plan this year. My next attempts will be stronger, just you watch. I'm grateful that I've published a box set, an audiobook, and finished my duology. I'm grateful and honestly, kind of surprised and taken aback a bit that I defeated NaNoWriMo this year. I really didn't think I would. If you look back over, um, for example, my blog posts around the time just before Nano started, when I first decided I would do it, or if you listen to my episodes that I did for Nano around that time, I think I stressed it quite clearly that I didn't think I would get very far this year, but I did it. 
And I'm grateful that I was brave and stepped out of my comfort zone this year because it got me my first audiobook and this podcast and you listening to it. Your action step today is to be kind to yourself for the rest of December and celebrate your achievements. And <laughs> what the hell, be kind to yourself all of next year too because we've all got some recovery to do in that department. Don't think you have any achievements this year? Well, I bet you're wrong. Your achievements don't need to measure up to anyone else's successes. They're yours and completely unique to you. It's fine to celebrate that you managed to get out of bed as often as you did. It's fine to celebrate publishing one book instead of five. It's fine to celebrate finishing a first draft when you wanted to have the entire series wrapped up by now. Just look at how I've done with Blood Wisp. You're fine, honestly. This year was a beast. You did great. You deserve a break. And on that note, so does this podcast. <laughs> Happy holidays, friends. Merry Christmas and blissful Yule. I will see you next year. Thanks for listening. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, maybe learn something along the way, hit the subscribe button. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Serena underscore Langer, on Instagram and Facebook at Serena Langer Writer, and of course on my website at serenalanger.com. Until next time, bye!